You can't go. All the plants are gonna die. I'm gonna take a bath. Bad dates. I'll alert the media. Boys, keep off the moors. It's evil. Don't touch it. The name's Pliskin. No more hangers. Welcome to Vintage Video, where we're rewatching the '80s so you don't have to. We'll be reviewing every major film release of the 1980s in chronological order, overanalyzing what you've seen and spoiling what you haven't. I'm Patrick O'Reilly, and today we have a special treat for you. In our review of Louis Malle's Atlantic City, we mentioned that before making movies like Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, filmmakers Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery worked together at a Southern California video rental store called Video Archives. When the store eventually closed, Quentin purchased their entire inventory of VHS tapes, and now, decades later, he and Roger are teaming up for a new podcast. On the Video Archives podcast, listen along to Quentin and Roger as they travel back in time to revisit old classics and discover new favorites pulled from the actual VHS tapes they used to recommend to customers. They'll expose you to movies you didn't know you'd love, give awards to their favorites, and of course rate the quality of each video transfer. I'm excited to share with you today a clip from the Video Archives upcoming review of Alfredo Zacharias' classic severed hand thriller, Demonoid Messenger of Death, whose title has eluded Jesse and Richard's memory every time it comes up. If you like what you hear, and I suspect you will, you can listen to the Video Archives podcast with Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery right now on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. In their inaugural episode available now, they talk through the double feature of horror master John Carpenter's Dark Star and boogeyman helmer Uli Lamel's Cocaine Cowboys. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the great episodes they have in store. Without further ado, here's a clip of the Video Archives podcast reviewing Demonoid, Messenger of Death. Created by Satan to prey on the living, it feeds on your most secret desires and hidden fears. Dormant for centuries, its time has finally come again. Demonoid, Messenger of Death. Starring Samantha Hager and Stuart Whitman. How can they kill what's already dead? Demonoid, rated R under 17, not admitted without parent. So the third film, coming after our two... Rod Steiger powerhouse performances. Yeah, the monkey in the middle. Yeah, is uh, uh, a Mexican slash American slash international production, but basically made out of Mexico. A horror film called Demonoid. Demonoid. Directed by Alfredo Zachariah. I saw Demonoid when it came out theatrically at the Tower Theater in uh, downtown Los Angeles. And I had a blast then. But I like it even more now, frankly, to say. I think I took it a little for granted back then. My, there was there's stuff like this playing all the time back then. It was easy to take it for granted. Now I look at something like this and I really, really, really appreciate it. I realize I was jaded back then. We had I'm no not idea. I am not jaded anymore. Yeah. Uh, Roger, why don't you read the back of the box? Demonoid, starring Samantha Egger, Stuart Whitman. This is a horrifying tale of demonic possession. While mining deep in the interior of their silver mine, Jennifer Baines, Samantha Egger, and her husband, Mark, Roy Cameron Jensen, discover an ancient temple of satanic worship. They remove a silver coffer in the shape of a left hand to find it contains only dust. Soon after their discovery, Mark and Jennifer's lives change for the worse. Their marriage breaks up and Mark heads to Las Vegas to take up with the gambling crowd. He's possessed by the demonoid. 
Jennifer turns to Father Cunningham, Stuart Whitman, for help, and the two of them attempt to cast off the spell of the demonoid hand as it continues to possess those who come into contact with it. This movie is in color. This movie is 85 sleek and slender minutes long. 1980. That synopsis is strangely detailed and also leaves a ton out at the exact same time. It feels oh, weirdly oh, wrong also in some Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he just goes to Vegas? They don't talk about oh. all the people he murdered yeah, they're, or they're when he was marriage, in Mexico? No, but they do mention their marriage breaks up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it actually doesn't break up. He just kills all the miners and leaves, all right? They he, didn't, it's not like they he, had a, a marital spat. He entombs them in the mine. He, yeah. he collapses he forces, the mine on he them. He forces them into First of all, I just want to say right off the top, this is my favorite movie of this little batch. Mine too. This was a great find. Demonoid just doesn't stop. It doesn't fucking stop. It doesn't waste a minute. It doesn't waste a frame. Yep. It doesn't waste a scene. <laughs> No, it doesn't. It, it moves. It moves really fast. It, and it's not even, even though it's got a, a standard story of, of uh, it's kind of a, they, they, they put them together. It's, it's a, a crawling hand movie and a demon possession movie. And they kind of put them together and that follows the structure. And just, oh, okay, well, I guess it's just going to be a, a, a crawling hand movie. Okay, I got that. But then in the middle, then they, they don't change the mythology. The mythology gets deeper. Yeah, they, they introduce a, they introduce a, a new, mechanism that allows it to, to daisy chain further yeah. through the movie. And then all of a sudden, now the second half of the movie has, a, a, it's not a different story, but it's a more complex story. The film is sick as fuck. It is nasty it's dirty it's got a dirty mind but it's also fun oh no it's, it's fun. really it's, fun it's, it's never dirty well, in, it, that, but, in that filthy way that makes you like no. kind of regret that you went well, there I, when i say that i mean it as a positive i know i know i know i'm just yeah. clarifying yeah. for yeah. anybody who it's, it's <laughs> gruesome it's got a sense of, of of grotesque it's got a sense of the perverse yeah but the most important thing about it is there's no comedy in it. I mean, there's a little bit of unintentional comedy, but there's no real comedy in it. And that's one of the things that I really like about most Mexican horror films in general. They as, take it seriously. As as Jim Shelton says, the Mexicans take their tacky horror seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, and the seriousness of the intention of all the actors, the seriousness of the intention of the director and 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 the scenario was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's moving. And then you add on top of that, Samantha Egger, who is a fantastic actress. And this was during the time that she was doing a lot of exploitation movies. And she's fan. I've never seen her give a bad performance. She in an exploitation elevates movie. this movie. It, it can't be. Like, she. It can't be emphasized enough how she classes up the production. Well, one, she, and it's, it's also just gratifying that she's taking the movie so seriously. Well, she's a total, she makes you take the movie seriously. Oh, complete. She's a total Hollywood pro. And mm -hmm. even when there's moments where physically it doesn't work, she sells it. Like, for example, mm -hmm. there's a moment in the church, mm -hmm. I think when like there's a cage or something and that she's not supposed to be able to like mm -hmm. get to okay, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. She could just climb over it or around it. Mm -hmm. She figures out how to physically sell it. The whole thing about this demon hand mm -hmm. that once it kind of possesses you and kind of becomes you mm -hmm. and then like you become possessed, it draws out your sin, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, with her husband, 
the first thing he does, his once possessed, is mm-hmm. he's in Vegas mm-hmm. and he's using that demon hand to do. You know, I don't, I don't play craps, but snake eyes every time. Whatever. whatever. No, he gets like 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 twenty seven snake eyes in a row. Yeah, like he's. Uh, oh, by the way, we have to mention. We have to mention for a second, the guy playing her husband is a character actor. You've all seen if, if if you watch action movies from the 70s he's in all the eastwood movies he's in all the bronson movies you know he's that schlumpy uh, uh detective in uh, uh chinatown that that jack nicholson beats the shit out of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, he's like uh, uh his name is roy jensen here he's billed as roy cameron jensen all right um but the thing is i actually think roy jensen and, and samantha Agar made a really cool couple i like them kind of a weirdly I, realistic couple too i mean yeah. she, even though well, she looks, is obviously well, he, way well, too good looking for him well no but you know but, but he owes a silver mine well no but no no <laughs> i'm not going to say that i'm going to say He's so masculine, I bought it. Well, he is. There's a masculine quality about it. He's like and my, that kind of masculinity can get a Samantha Egger. He's like my Especially dad. if you own a fucking silver mine. He's like my dad. <laughs> also, I have to say, the film has very well done, both special effects and gore effects. They don't have a ton of money to pull them off. But they way pull them off. But they way pull them off. I will actually go so far as to say, I think this is the best crawling hand I've ever seen in any movie. That moment where where there's the full body burn going on, Mm -hmm. because the hand wants to get rid of the body. It's like, fuck this body. And so it's like, next thing you know, the guy's on fire. Mm -hmm. Ah, And and I'm thinking, oh my God, this is like one of our leads. I I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. When it falls into the dirt, the hand digs itself into the sand. Everything, everything. That is so inventive. Everything we're saying is pointing out how clever this movie is. This movie is clever from beginning to end. Boom, boom. It's it's so much fun to watch. And not only that, one, they're pulling off the crawling hand stuff. Really terrific. But it's not just that they've come up with just magnificent makeup effects. Some of it is just actually directorial cleverness, the yeah. way he shot it. The, they, he figured out the exact angle yeah. to sell the gag. Yeah. And that's directing, man. That's what directing is all about, especially when it comes to horror films, especially when it comes to dealing with fantasy. 